And welcome in to BA Chats this week. I'm your host, Kevin Kuntz, and alongside the lovely Miss Rachel. How are you I'm, doing? I'm doing well. Rachel Kuntz, your wife, your happy wife. Glad yes. to be married to you, man. Yes, my hostess with the mostess. <laughs> <laughs> How many times? How many times have we? So many. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. We're so super excited just about Bethel Atlanta chats in general, honestly, to tell you the truth. I'm excited. I'm feeling a little bit like a gold digger in a good way. You are. Like we're, (laughs) we get to dig for the gold and all these people. That's right. That means we got gold. (laughs) And we have some special people with us today that we love. We love these people. We love the Marsengills. Yes. Uh, Josh and Mary Marsengill. Um, go to Bethel Atlanta with us. Mm-hmm. Josh is on staff. Well, will you go ahead and tell us a little bit about what you do? And then Miss Mary, I want to hear all about you, girl. All right. <laughs> I'm, I do operation support, so I'm kind of all over the place in the church. Uh, everything from, you know, producing bulletins to helping out with worship, whatever, wherever I can be. I, I, I really enjoy it. So anything mm-hmm. I can do. He is the utility man. <laughs> Let me break <laughs> it down totally for you. Are. He can play any position <laughs> on the field and be a champion. That is Josh. That is Josh. Because we, we're yeah. not gonna we wouldn't allow you to be modest here, Josh, but you do really well at everything yes, too. You do. Like oh, you're thanks, you're the go to. Like everything that happens with my computer, I'm all hell! Josh, <laughs> hell! And he can fix anything. It's awesome. <laughs> yes. And sweet Miss Mary that we love, his wife. How are you? Tell us about you, mama. So I um, help with worship at Bethel as well, oh, um, and this year I've actually been asked to um, be a part of second year staff for oh. Bassum. Whoopity whoop! So school ministry, and um, and I also am a dance teacher. So oh. I teach at Compass Dance Academy, which is in Tyron, Georgia, and love it there. Um, super great families. It's a Christian studio, so I just feel so blessed. Um, I'm just around family every day. So, oh, and really dance nice. was your first love? Yes, it <laughs> You've was. You've been dancing for, oh gosh, Mary. A long time, 20 years actually. Very I started wow. when I was nine, so gives away my age. 29, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, that is okay. Just <laughs> let the whole world know. Yes. Um, so yeah, I've loved it ever since I started. I, um, my mom just randomly put me in dance. I wasn't even really asking to be put in dance, and um, right from the beginning, I just knew like, oh, like this is something I love to do. And I just had so much joy in it. And I think something that really helped me in it was, um, I always had people come to me and just like, oh, I love your smile. And I just felt like I brought people joy. So through me dancing, I was just like, oh, this is great. Like I have joy and I feel like I'm bringing other people joy. So this is amazing. And I I love that you're getting to do that professionally. Yeah. It's really fun. I feel, I have to pinch myself sometimes. Like (laughs) that's really my job. Like I get to teach other kids dance. I get to, you know, make other little ones dreams come true of dancing and worshiping the Lord. And, um, yeah, it's so fun. Well, so just basically, both of you have your dream jobs. Am yeah. I hearing that correctly? Yeah. yeah. That was good. Josh, yeah. you talk about your job the same way. I and mean, there's just a little <laughs> sparkle in his eye. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. You guys can impart that. Sorry, <laughs> just give that impartation. Yeah. People hey. can, you can live your dream job. Yeah. Well, Amen. and we won't joke really. You guys have that to impart. I mean, it's been given to you for free. And so you can give that yeah. to people for free. Because I mean, to love true, what you right? do. Whoa. Yeah. It's yeah. a big deal. Josh, why do you love what you do? I, you know, I've been, I've had my own business. I've worked for major companies. I've worked in nonprofits and for profits and every kind mm. of different little thing. I've, I, I was even a video store, uh, you know, clerk at one point. You know, <laughs> I've had a lot of jobs and I, I picked up a lot of skills, I guess. And and so in this job, I just get to do so many. I get to use a lot of stuff like that. So it's yeah. it's been really, really a lot of fun. I just love the culture and just the people and what we're going after is so important. And I just want the whole world to have it. And I, I do. <laughs> I see the Lord pouring out his liquid glory all over everything, you know, yeah. through Bethel, Atlanta. And um, I just believe in the cause 100%. I love it about you guys. Yeah. You guys carry that. And it's it's comforting. Like I snuggle up to both of you to, when I'm like, oh, what are you guys seeing? Um, because you are seeing what the Lord is doing. Like there's just so much hope on your perspective. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> if, if I'm ever it's getting like, I hope's kind of what's happening here. I can go, so what do you think? And here comes Josh at work and he's like, okay, I'm going to think what you were thinking because I was not that awesome. So (laughs) 
Well, like what that. are we doing here okay. at Bethel Atlanta? Um, I think we're changing the world very successfully. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, we're yeah. building tabernacles, so we're not necessarily, I don't know, I thought about this the other day. We were in prayer uh, uh, intercession mm. and and, uh, you know, we were praying for the building project and these kind of things and just thinking about, oh, yeah, we're building a tabernacle. And then I, I heard the Lord say, no, you're building a tabernacle like manufacturing plant, like a, a place where God can build people's bodies into these amazing tabernacles of just beautiful like life and abundance and yeah. all the gold filigree and every every wonderful thing that you see in David's uh, tabernacle worship place or however, yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. it was called. Um, so I was, I was blown away. God is, I, I think that's what we're up to. I think we're going to put, you know, we're in a manufacturing plant (laughs) factory, you know? That is so So. well said. That is really well said. Thanks. No, I like their perspectives. I'm telling you, I ask intentional (laughs) times. I'm like, so what's happening with you? Cause I'm going to leave for just a second. Get a pen and paper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what I like about you guys? I like everything about you, but mm. I love your marriage. I oh, love wow. your marriage. You guys have been married for how many years? Five mm. years, okay. going on six in March. Five yep. whopping years, six mm-hmm. in March. Berber. And you guys carry something very special in your marriage. Mm. Can you speak into it a little bit? Sure. Um, So I feel like before we got married, um, we both just had this intentionality to just be like, God, like, I just want to be married to you. Um, And I just feel like that's such an important place to start is to is to be married to the one, to Jesus, to God, the Father, the Holy Spirit. And um, so for me, when before I met Josh, I just was very intentional about like, God, like, make me a good wife before I'm even a wife. Um, and that was something I just really poured into, dived into in the scriptures, just spending time with him, um, going to the park and like going on dates with the Lord. And this all happened literally like the year before I met Josh. So I was like intentionally going after that right up, um, just mostly that year right before I met Josh. Um, and then I feel like when we met, um, we just had some people who, uh, we're just amazing surrounding us that were really uh, awesome at, like, just confrontation, not confrontation, um, just, like, letting Great us know we feel like that, you know, hey, I feel like you should meet this guy. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, um, I don't really know if I want to be set up with someone, you know. Um, I said, yeah, I think the Lord is g- just going to work it out. Like, if I'm supposed to meet this guy, then it'll happen through natural circumstances. Would you call and that just satisfaction? You were satisfied, so you weren't like hungry yeah, for something starving. Um, I mean, I was pretty hungry for <laughs> a husband, but I kind of was at the point where I was like, I don't want it to just be rant- like, oh, okay, well, I'll just go after this or that. I didn't want it to be something that the man said. Like, I wanted to know it was God. Like, I always said, God, like, I want to have confirmation when it's my husband. Like, I want to know. I don't want to have to just be like, oh, I kind of like this person and. Well, what do you so, think, Lord? And so you didn't like lay out your criteria and go, okay, God, this is no. what I want. Click, 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 click. You were I just mean, like, you know what I'm saying? You were like, no, I just want. Yeah, I, I really want just it. wanted what yeah. the Lord wanted. Um, I mean, I guess something I definitely was intentional about asking the Lord was for a worshiper. So definitely felt lucky to meet someone who loved the Lord and was a worshiper as well yeah. and understood worship. Let's pray into Let's just take a second. Let's just yeah. pray into this just for a second and release this because this okay. is such a matter of the heart for so many mm. people. It's so easy to get into bitterness wow. and just like mocking beautiful truths. Like you're saying right now that, you know, the Lord really comes first. He does all the filling. He does yeah. that. And then what comes after that, literally, it's like the cherry on top idea. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Sure. And folks get so embittered just because it's such a tender part of their heart. So let's yeah. encourage them just quick. Yeah. This is true what Mary is saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, awesome. I mean, just encourage folks to shake bitterness off and to shake yeah. hardness of heart yeah. off yeah, and just yield yourself to the truth. It is something that you cannot do in your own strength. Yeah. So just resolve. Oh, That's so not, you're, you are not capable of doing it. And, and as soon as you can just lay that thing down and surrender and let your heart soften, yeah. the Lord is capable of so much more. He's yeah. thinking bigger. He's thinking longer. He's thinking yeah. sweeter. He's thinking deeper. He's yes. just, yeah. he's like our, our, the sweetest thing we could come up with. He's multiplying at times a million. Yes. You know, and that's in this life. Yeah. 
So yeah. I just Definitely. encourage folks in, in along this, the marriage lines, just let your heart soften and lay That's it down, helpful, man. Yeah. And don't get into that, that mocking. Uh, don't do that. I yeah. hear that all the time. And I'm like, gosh, you're mm-hmm. doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. Getting all good. edgy about <laughs> the, the sweet, tender things of the Lord. He's just good. Yeah, yeah he, he really is. is. Um, so when we met, I, it was, we could both say the Holy Spirit just, I felt like he leaped inside of me. Like, yeah, wow, this is, this is the one, like I just knew, like just from meeting him and there were just different things that happened that day that were, um, just like just the Lord was saying, Hey, this is the one. And, um, just things that from past, from my past and he could say from his past, like we just were feeling the Lord on it. Um, so I don't know. It was just definitely, I felt a grace, just the Lord was so gracious to us to just have it be so evident in our hearts. Like, yeah, it was was really clear. Like, uh, and I mean, I actually, the night before, um, I, I met her for the first time in person. I, I told the Lord I never want to date ever, <laughs> you know, anything again. I really meant it, though. I yeah. really laid it down, yeah, and uh, it was the very next day. <laughs> it was like the Lord was waiting on me to, like, make that decision or something. He's like, okay, here's your wife. Like, finally, I get to give this to you. <laughs> really? Do you think, or do you think he's funny? Or, I mean, was that just know. like the, that's the break? through slash breakdown that happens in us to where the Lord's finally like, Oh my gosh, I've been trying to get this thing to you. I've been trying to, you think, I mean, I think I was carrying something that he really wanted to carry for me. And, um, and he does that so well. And, uh, wow. I mean, my wife isn't, I mean, she's, she isn't what I thought. She's way better, you know? So my, my idea of what, and you know, we, we're not perfect. That would be weird to say something like that, but, and we have our down days and all that, uh, which I think is important. But man, we have a great marriage, and we mm-hmm. hear we do hear people like uh, you know that are having a hard time. We look over at each other and we're like, "Wow, we're really blessed because <laughs> this is great, and we're really enjoying this." And I can't remember the last time we actually had a fight. And uh, yeah. you know, this is it's been really amazing. And I think that you know, one thing I think that is really interesting is that God does seem to actually have an idea of who he wants you to marry. So yeah. I always wondered that as a single person. It was like, is it really my choice? And I think it is a choice, but I think he also has someone that he mm-hmm. has designed for us specifically. And that really, I, I don't think that's over the top. I think it's like a reality. And yeah. and then he puts him. He was perfect for Adam, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> right. exactly for him. Yeah. yeah. So that's he really had good. a model. It's working. <laughs> um, so just really... Just that he, you know, had this thing for me and I was trying to make it <laughs> or something. Like, I know what's going on. And he knew what, you know, it was, anyway, it was just nice to be able to yield to him. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't want to listen. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway. What would you say to somebody that's having struggle, that they're struggling in the yielding right now? Oh, put it down. <laughs> Let yeah. it go, you know. Um I would encourage you to do that. I also know how hard it is, but um, yeah. so that surrender is something that the Lord can help you with for sure. And uh, yeah, well, I guess we could talk for a second about why would we not want to surrender? There, there's there are reasons. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I know in the garden it was because Eve was scared that God was keeping something from her. She was scared that she could right. do better for herself than He could do. Yeah, for her, like He mm-hmm. He wasn't going to. He wasn't as awesome as he appeared. It's the yeah. same thing today. Yeah. I see how awesome you are. Something in me is terrified that there's, <laughs> it's not real. But you're like, <laughs> I know somebody's going to yeah. jump up in a second and go, kidding. <laughs> you know? And so that's why we hold on. Would you agree? Yeah. Mm. I feel like, you know, it could be a lack of trust. Like, sure. You're not wanting to let go of something. Um, you know, I, I just feel like time and time again, if, you know, something comes up, it's like, okay, I really just need to trust. Um, you know, trust Josh and trust the Lord and, you know, whatever it is and just be like, okay, well, I'm just going to put this down because where it is right now, it's just putting a wall. So I think that's just kind of where, what I felt is like I've needed to just trust. It's It's powerful. One of our senior pastors used to say, he always used to say, you have to know how to trust God. You Mm -hmm. have to learn how to trust people. And then you 
biggest is you have to learn how to trust God in people. Wow, that's good. <laughs> Isn't that helpful? Yes, yeah. that's really helpful. <laughs> so okay. has the grace maintained? It's been five years. And how, what are some things, if you can, I mean, sometimes, you know, I'm happy living in mysteries. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, it's working so well, though. Ingrace is bliss, baby. <laughs> happy as a clam. I hadn't thought about why. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but would you have some? Would you have some things that you maybe practices that have caused the grace to be maintained? Hmm. I think just diving in. Um, I mean, three years into our marriage, we decided, hey, we want to go to the bathroom school together. We want to do, you know, stuff with the Lord together. I think just yeah. doing stuff okay. together that's on like, um, you know, the same path of like going after the Lord. I mean. It, whatever it looks like, whatever you're wanting to do, whether it be um, even with our music, all of that stuff, I just feel like it, it makes us and entwines us more. Um, yeah. So I just feel like we're going from glory to glory. Like every year, I just feel um, yeah. just this like, wow, like it's just getting better and better. And um, which is so amazing. And um, I just really, I feel like Doing stuff together is so good and so important. Finding something, whether it be, um, you know, a Bible study, a life group, uh, um, something that you do once a week, going to the homeless shelter, yeah. you know, whatever it is, like doing something together that you're just like, hey, we're going to go after this and um, and something you both love. Like find that thing you both love yeah. and, and just like make it like a priority, like, okay, we're going to do this together and we're going to grow this together and, um, and grow in this way as we do this. That's so. super, helpful. Yeah. super helpful. I think like, you know, where your, where your investment is, your heart follows and mm. those, all those things are really helpful. Just knowing that, um, you know, the Bible talks about money, where you put your money as your heart, your heart is and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And it's a, t- it's a tell all like, where is my heart right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's what I'm investing in, but you know, it's a garden. You're planting seeds. They're growing, and um, yeah, and uh, uh, plant what you like, and <laughs> well. all that kind of stuff. Make sure you're doing. You know, it, I, I think some some of our journey has been sacrificing some things that uh, we knew we didn't like. We didn't mm-hmm. like doing that, and yeah. uh, that that was that was equally hard because it's like, well, this makes sense because financially, we'll. Uh, be better off but it wasn't really helping us as a couple to grow closer and yeah. things like that so even though it seemed like a really uh necessary uh evil if you will you know it's <laughs> like let's just get rid of this you know because this like, this career specific- isn't working oh, okay this, okay this, yeah. uh, you know this uh, uh yeah just all kinds of different well things anything like that. that yeah would just we could feel like it was trying to come between our marriage we would just be like, okay, let's just get this out of here. Diets. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just anything. Amen, brother. Amen. It's uh, <laughs> a good one. Yeah. So just been wanting awful. it to be like, all right, well, we feel this bringing a friction. So, you know, what is, you know, what is, mm-hmm. what do I want more? And it's strange being a married couple because you're like one person. Yeah. And that is a real awakening like experience cuz I mean even if you I had been with the Lord for a few years um but just experiencing like being married was completely different. And it's the yeah. same Lord, but he's talking to me differently and he's you know he's saying things to me that he's that it almost at first it seemed like he was saying something completely different to my wife, you know. And so trying to get on the same page with that and realizing that he's it's still the same Jesus and he's still and Holy Spirit is still saying things like he always has. It's just uh it's but he's got us both in mind instead of just me. Yeah. <laughs> or uh those things have been a working progress. <laughs> I haven't oh completed goodness. anything, to be honest. But these, but uh, this journey has been great. So. Yeah. Well, on it. I mean, you're just. Are you just talking about just healthy conflict? There's a healthy. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to yeah. have healthy. Yeah. I feel super differently. Let's work this thing out. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's got to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Definitely. Being willing to go with what's going to be best for both of us. All that good yeah. stuff. Nice. Well, you guys, bless. Just way to go. Good job. Grace for the next 50 years. Yes. Yes, we'll take that. Okay. I want to hear from you, Josh Men. All right. 
different. Josh has this testimony that just when he just, I don't know, what was he, what were we even talking about one day? What was happening? You were helping me get a TV out of the shed. Is that right? right? <laughs> <laughs> stuff, that was kid stuff around. Yeah, that's exactly what was happening. Yeah. And we were just in conversation and Josh just started talking and the conversation went like this. Josh, um, something awesome, heaven, it was wild, the earth moved, God came. And I'm like, wait, wait, did you just, I'm repeating it back to him, did you just tell me that such and such and this and this, when was this? And I mean, and it's totally, it's Josh's normal because he lived the testimony. First time I was hearing it, I was all, what are you saying? I didn't even know there was a thing, but that's a great thing. So I want to hear a little bit about your testimony. Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> where, where to start, huh? Yeah. Uh, so I got... Um, I guess, you know, the bad stuff is kind of important, so I'll just go there real quick. So my brother and my dad uh, committed suicide, which was super hard, broke my heart, obviously. And uh, so Mm -hmm. God went to work uh, eventually in my life after a long strain of making every bad decision I possibly could, uh, whether it was drugs or alcohol or um, anything else you can think of, honestly. Um, uh, After my heart was... I, you know, I even tried being a good person. So, I mean, I, I went down every avenue I could find, but the Lord was after me, I think, to to help me with that heart issue that I had, you know. And um, <laughs> he just really came after me. So, and and uh, it was 10 years ago um, that, you know, I had my dream job and all this kind of stuff, and I'm, I'm uh, working as a managerial consultant. I just finished getting my uh, MBA and, we got to uh, work that in. Hey, Bethel peeps that know, Josh has an MBA. <laughs> that was one of the times I was like, wait, did you just tell me that you have an MBA? Okay, just checking. Uh, um, and I did all that before I got saved. And, but, you know, and then I, I finished it. And right about the time I finished my degree, <laughs> the Lord came after me. And uh, that was <laughs> I think um, he's funny. Yeah. I think he's being <laughs> funny. I really do. Oh, that's good. Now it's a master uh, of Bethel Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Right. Master of Bethel Atlanta. It's funny, honey. Well, every now and then I come up with one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then so I, I was there and I, I did my best to get my life together. I still had a a, a drinking kind of issue and I remember uh trying to basically drink myself to death in a in kind of a uh, just uh, one night I finished a bottle of fifth of Jack Daniels and, um, all by myself. And I was, I was sitting there and I, I told the Lord that, I mean, I didn't know the Lord, so I didn't really call him Lord, obviously, but I just said, you know what, if you're real, I really wish that you would kill me. And that was kind of my solution to everything. So it wasn't like, can you give me a new life or anything? It was just like, can this be done? The whole thing. Because <laughs> it's not working. And uh, it doesn't matter if I'm doing good things or I'm doing bad things. It's it's just not working. And, um, you know, having drank so much alcohol, I should have woken up with a massive uh, hangover. But I or maybe I didn't. not woken up. Which yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of those... And, uh, but instead I, I woke up, I felt like tremendous peace and, uh, it was so overwhelming and, um, and I was just like, well, I feel healthy. I want to go for a run. And I went for, so I I went for a jog. I was living in San Diego, California. And, um, I, it was a, it was a strange morning. Um, and I had an open vision before I knew what an open vision was. I didn't have a box for what the Lord took me through that morning I, I thought my my imagination was just going crazy or something mm. and um so I just uh, it was it was great uh but that that was my first major encounter with the Lord was just I was running and um mm. Paul came up to me first from the Bible and I knew of Paul wait I just, wait time out yeah. the, say, not, the apostle yeah, Paul like the Paul. apostle Paul yeah no, Paul <laughs> The one that was Saul that turned into Paul. That guy. That guy. Okay. And I, I just knew it was him. I knew everyone that was in this open vision. And I guess it was maybe a little bit like Blake Healy explains, like where you can you can, uh, you can can focus on whatever you want, like a, a window shield in a car. You can kind of look at the road or you can look at the window shield. Right, right. Uh, yeah. I think that's the example he gives. Uh, but that's a good one because I could see both. I could see the world around me and I could also see... Um, this this other thing going on, and um, so I was 
just experiencing this, Paul the, from the Bible runs up to me and he's, he was sharing some wisdom and, uh, with me that I can't remember because I you know, didn't journal or anything at the time. Uh, so that was pretty unfortunate. <laughs> but this is all while you're jogging. I'm all it's I'm jogging. Way. Paul why was jogging we? by me. He looks like a, a biblical character, except for the what he was wearing. He had regular clothes on. Um, I remember that much. And um, he, but he was bald, and he looked like he was well learned. He was uh, obvi- he looked maybe he was Jewish, you know. Uh, uh, just his accent, everything was like okay, mm-hmm. wow. Uh, but yeah, those things. Thinking back on them now, they're like they're pretty illuminating. <laughs> but uh, but I, it uh, has helped me to have a relationship with him in the Bible yeah. when I'm reading as well. Just feeling like I do know who's speaking. Those things are so valuable. Um, but yeah, and you know, Paul leaves and and Peter shows up also from the Bible, uh, the Apostle Peter and. Uh, he was just this fun, really tall, lanky guy. He was taller than me, I, maybe you know, six five or something. And uh, he was funny. He was so hilarious, and uh, <laughs> he just kept joking with me and stuff. And he really got me smiling. I, you know, I just didn't do a lot of that back then. You know, so mm-hmm. it was a it was a pretty big moment. And uh, so he's jogging around. I remember he had these dorky, like, uh, jogging shoes on and uh, <laughs> uh, just things like that, you know. I love this. I always feel uh, like Peter didn't get his – people are mean to Peter. <laughs> he's like a dartboard. He's a new new right. covenant dartboard. And I'm always like, oh, because we would have done better. But I love to hear good news about Peter. He's my yeah. fave. He was so great. And, um, and he is so great, I should say. And, um, he, he, he told me that – he said, remember how – Remember video games, like in video games, you used to like, you have weapons and stuff. You could just imagine a weapon and, and, uh, oh, you know, I, I totally left out a massive part of this. There's, <laughs> there's like a ton of demons, con- like completely surrounding me BT on every, because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you mentioned earlier yeah, that you yeah. could like, you know, like looking at the wind, you could focus on the windshield, yeah. but you could yeah. also focus on the road. And so right. you're in this natural place and you're actually running, but you're yeah. also seeing yeah. This spiritual world as well. Like you're Absolutely. you're actually seeing in the spirit and what's happening. Yeah. Um and you know, in the things that we don't just you know normally right. see this wood that's hanging out on this table, right? So, yeah, exactly. Anyway, was, yeah, so explain yeah, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry, it's no, such no. a great part Thanks. of the story. I'm so uh, glad you brought it up. Oh, it's um yeah, and then like they uh so these demons, they all looked exactly the same. They were made of, they look like, I mean, I found out later that they were made of like some kind of, it seemed like ash or glass or some mixture of the two. And when, when you hit them, they'd shatter, um, uh, which was really just wild and interesting. They were dark black and uh, they, you know, took out some of the sunlight around me and everything. They were there, but there were just so many of them. I, there's no way I could have counted. It had to have been millions and millions of them. And I remembered, like, actually when my brother uh, had uh, committed suicide, you know, before I'm really thinking of anything spiritual, I I just, uh, like, you know, because I watched too many movies maybe or something, say out loud, like, uh, you know, if there's any demons with my brother, like, they just need to come to me instead of going out into the world. I had this, like, hero (laughs) syndrome or some sort, you know. Um, but so I, and I think that they took that really seriously and that was, that was these guys. Um, that's me reflecting on this moment and the moment, I don't know that I thought of that, but, um, so anyway, so there was a need to kill all these things. And so Peter's trying to help me with that because I was a little confused while they were there at that point. Um, and, but I thought it was neat. I was meeting these guys and, so he's like, well, just come up with any kind of weapon you want, just like you would in a video game. And so at first, I'm like, the most obvious things, I think of a sword, and I hit these guys, and they shatter. And then uh, I went to a whip, and I'm like, that's really cool. And then I, I started to get a little bit more imaginative about it. And uh, I, I thought, well, what if I just let out a sonic boom whenever my foot hits the, the ground as I'm running? That would be helpful, and I'd just kill a bunch of them. So that was my thought process. So, and so that happened. I'm watching all these things die. And, and um, you did it, and the sonic yeah. boom worked. Yeah, and it worked, and all of them. And so I'm just, I keep running, and uh, they keep dying, and, uh, but they keep coming. So I was like, wow, what's going on here? And, uh, and then Peter's left at this point, and Jesus shows up. And I remember, you know, I, did, I just didn't have a relationship with Jesus, but... Uh, but he was so wonderful. I mean, he was really friendly. And how did you know it was him? I don't know how 
Honestly, I just don't know how I knew any of them. <laughs> I mean, I knew of Bible characters, so yeah. it wasn't like I was completely close. Right, sure. But to to the level of like detailed, intimate understanding of who they were was totally supernatural. Looking wow. back, I can I can definitely tell that. Um, but yeah, and I, so Jesus is is there, and he's like, hey, you know, hey, Josh, I can take care of all this for you if you'd like. And I'm like, no, I'm having a good time. Never mind. You know? uh, and I have no idea what a stupid thing to say to Jesus. But you know? Oh, my gosh. Do you know how many times a day he's told that? He hears that constantly. I got this. Uh, <laughs> Until we got don't this. got this. And we're like, help. Help me. So, and, um, yeah, so I just... Uh, and I, he runs off over this hill, and I see him go over this hill. Uh, it's a physical hill as well as a spiritual hill. And um, he runs over it, and there's a massive dragon over there, I notice. And it's got multiple heads and everything, which now I can... I remember reading something like that in Revelations. Um, but uh, he went to take care of that thing. And, uh, and and I keep running, and I realize these things are keep coming, and, they, and, and I can't stop them, so... Um, I, I say, well, if Jesus is real and all these, then God is real. So I'll just ask him, you know, to, and I thought, well, what can I ask him to do? And I remembered the flood. So I said, well, can you just drown all these things? Like, and, uh, about the minute I said it, he, or the second I said it, he, I watched this, uh, water come up from the valleys, um, physical valleys and stuff like that. And it's just, but it's the spiritual water, but it just kept. It rising and uh, it went way over my head and then I, I watch it go up into into the air and it changed the color of the sky and everything and and as I'm looking up I see all these demons floating up so he just like flooded it spiritually <laughs> or something <laughs> for me and then I just had to go ba- about my life because I had no idea what in the world just happened to me mm-hmm. so is that where it ended is that it so it just stopped right that yeah it? and I, I that was about I was getting pretty close back to my home or whatever at the time. And, and I mean, you know, that was the beginning of God pursuing me, which yeah. uh, to me wouldn't have made any sense because, I mean, a faith was religion to me, and I didn't think of it as a relationship at all. But, uh, I mean, when, uh, it was probably explained to me it's, or something, but I remember thinking the veil was torn in two, so not only can we go into the Holy of Holies, but God can come out, yeah, he, and he came he, after yeah. me. So that was, wow. it was powerful, and he's been pursuing me ever since. I mean, he never stops. It's all, it's all the time. I, I started waking up early in the morning just to spend time with him because he always has something to say to me. Uh, I feel so blessed, uh, but, yeah, I yeah. pray for everybody that's listening, like, uh, that is definitely God is no uh, what is it respecter, respecter. of person. Yeah. yeah. So that's all of ours, and uh, I I feel like we hear a lot of lies about that, uh, even in the church and stuff like that. But um, it's just not true. He has so much to say, yeah. and uh, I believe I he speaking. wants to speak to all of us and come after us and pursue us and romance us and all kinds of things. And I know for a man. That can be kind of strange sometimes, <laughs> but he is very sincere about it. He wants to dance with us and and just have a great time. But. So, so was this at you? Was this hey? This is my born again experience right here, or what? Not Did necessarily. Something happen after that? Did, was there a little bit of time kind of going to that just a little bit? Sure. Um, yeah. I. I um, so basically, I got a phone call. It may have been that day. I can't really remember. It was within a few weeks at, at the very most, but. Um, a, a friend of mine called me from my recent past and he, he was, uh, I knew he was a pastor, but I didn't know much about him, but he said he wanted to start, uh, an organization. And I, I just told him no, cause I had my dream job. I was working 80 hours a week and making tons of money and thought I was where I was supposed to be. But, um, I couldn't think of anything else after that phone call. I just uh, constantly thinking about it. It got to where I wasn't functioning in my job very well. And uh, so I, I called him back, and I was like, all right, well, listen, if we're going to start a nonprofit organization, I'm not a very good speaker, so I'm going to have to come and make sure that you can do I think you're, you said you were a pastor, right? So I can come and watch you speak to people, right? I had no idea that God was <laughs> setting me up. Uh, but he, Wow. You know, so I go, and I, I sit down. I, I'm thinking it's a business meeting kind of thing. So I go up to the front row, and I ask his family to scoot over <laughs> so I can sit in the front row. <laughs> Hey, I didn't. Your booch. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I need to take notes. You know? um, 
I'm a professional here. <laughs> and, you know, I'm probably not dressed appropriately or anything. It's a Mexican church in San Diego. And um, so they have both Spanish and English. And, um, it, and they did worship. And I remember being so confused. I used to play heavy metal music. So, like, my closest to music, I, my understanding of music was so far from what God can do with us. It's, it's yeah. not even funny. Anyway, so uh, it's a long story, but to make a long story short, I'm listening to him talk about relationship, and it blew me away, like, uh, just that that was even a possibility. I was like, what? So you can know who Jesus is, and that made sense to me in some way, but it wasn't in my mind. It was in my heart. My heart exploded. I was in tears like crazy, and, um, and so I grabbed him very dramatically, um, at the end, uh, by the shoulders, and I'm shaking him back and forth, <laughs> like, and he's laughing at me the whole time, and he's, <laughs> and um, I'm like, what are you laughing at? You know, I need one of these relationships with Jesus. You got to help me. And uh, he's he's just laughing. Easiest guy to leave to Jesus ever. Yeah. <laughs> right? Josh, Maybe like that's a dream. Yep. <laughs> and uh, but he knew why I was there. I had no idea. I totally thought I was there trying to assess whether he was a good speaker or not. And, and he, he, he knew I was there to get saved, you know. And, yeah. uh, so it, was, it all became clear after that. So. Wow. Okay, we're going to come back to this. I just, I love so much about your testimony period. But I just, oh, I, I, I think you, of course, you've nutshell it perfect. Your, your whole story is pursuit. Yeah. yeah. Like your whole story is the Lord pursuing you and he's still pursuing you. And oh my gosh. Yeah. I, we're just going to release that, all of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, just receive because you know it's true yeah. about him. It's confusing when you don't feel like that's what's happening. So right. we just have got to have open eyes to understand right. that is what's happening. We're being pursued all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so much in our like in our culture today, it doesn't really matter whether it's just you know, hey, it's in your work world, or hey, it's in your family world, or hey, it's in your church world. That there's this, hey, I have to. There's all these things I have to accomplish and I have to pursue mm-hmm. to make happen. Yeah, and Jesus is not, that is not like Jesus. Jesus yeah. actually pursued us. Yeah. Like it's not, the word even talks about it. It is not that we chose God. Yeah. yeah. He actually chose us. Yeah. And it's his pursuit first. It's the blessing that overtakes you from behind. Yeah. You think that you're running after God and it really isn't. He really is running after you. Yeah. Amen. Like it's a yeah. wonderful thing to realize that 90%, I don't wouldn't know good numbers, but I mean the vast majority of the Christian life is really just receiving yeah. and hearing. And so we have something to give away. We don't have anything that anybody should hear mm-hmm. unless we've heard it from the Lord. You know what yeah. I mean? There's nothing we've got that's worth giving back and forth to each other unless yeah. it's been given to Come us on. first that's by one who's, you know, the person who's perfect. Yeah. 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 You know? So I just love it. I love it. I would wrap your whole story up in pursuit. Now, I do want to come back a little bit, but I also love this. Mary's testimony, which is beautiful (laughs) and wonderful, is basically the opposite. (laughs) This is great. This is the best. I love it. You raised in a Christian family. If you can think of black and white, that's exactly who we were. (laughs) The differences of our growing up experiences is black and white. Um, Yeah, I just was. I'm really blessed. I grew up in a Christian home, always was taught, you know, about the Lord, that Jesus loves me, that um, he wants the best for me. Um, You know, just was really, I just always remember just feeling so much peace and so much security. I just remember feeling security no matter where my family was. We moved around a lot. My dad um, does missions. Um, He does mission work in India um, with a ministry called Bibles for All. And so Bibles for all that should be the name of all of our ministries. (laughs) Bibles for all. Yes. It's a really awesome ministry. It was actually started by um, a guy named Caleb Janssen in Norway. And his whole uh, motto was that the the Bible is a, it's a human right that everyone should have, Mm. be able to have the word of God. And um, so, yeah, I grew up in that lifestyle of just, um, you know, just seeing my dad going after what the Lord was asking him to do, Um, and going after that no matter what. Um, And I remember, so when I was probably four or so, um, I had this memory of being in this like cathedral church and um, sitting in these pews. And I remember like looking around and and there was like stained glass and everything was beautiful. And 
Um, and I asked my mom, like, who gets to marry Jesus? And, and she was explaining to me, well, we all do. You know, we, we all marry Jesus. And I said, well, I want to awesome. marry him. <laughs> and awesome. and I just great? remember, how, like, feeling this, like, feeling of, like, I want to marry Jesus. Um, and so I'm, like, talking to my mom about this story the other day. And she's like, you were in your car seat in the back of the car when this happened. Mary. And I was like, what? Really? I, I literally had this memory of being in this beautiful Mary. cathedral. Um, and so I feel she like to me, to like that's when I <laughs> was saved. Awesome. I, I was like, I didn't even, it just all kind of was coming back to me, that memory. And I was talking to my mom about it. And then she was like, well, no, we weren't even at a church. Um, so we yeah, it was like really awesome. I was just like, oh, cool. Like the Lord took me to open vision when I was three years old or four years old, probably. Well, and let's break down open vision because yeah. I mean, so and that's, that's such our language that we use sure. back and forth, that's but good. it's not sure. common language. Yeah. 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 You know, um, the wind is invisible. I always yeah. think about this, but we never yeah. question the wind. You can That's see what good. the wind is doing everywhere. Yeah. I mean, we're, I'm, we're in this beautiful office right now. I'm looking out in the glass. I mean, I can't see the wind, but I can see everything the wind's doing. It's moving across the top of the water. It's moving these leaves around. Yeah. It, it, it's wow. obvious what's happening with the wind. I was watching Planet Earth, which I would totally recommend to anybody the other day. And just basically, I have to yeah. nutshell, the wind is responsible for all of our weather. Wow. Like if the wind doesn't pick water up and move it, you know, across the mountains where it gains all this blah, 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 and it picks this <laughs> up and then it comes down the mountains and then it hits, it's wow. you know, picked up, we wouldn't like have cycle. rain. Uh-huh. So literally the wind is con- yeah. like controlling the weather across our planet. Wow. So we never question that. Yeah. And, and it's mm. invisible. Yeah. yeah. So it makes perfect sense even to the thinking mind, which Jesus makes thinking minds. I love thinking yeah. minds. Yeah. But even to the thinking mind, um, there are things that are invisible that are so real, as real as the wind. Yeah, totally. And it's 24-7, seven days a week, all the time. The spiritual realm is just, you know, when Jesus prayed, let heaven come to earth. And when yeah. Jesus rose from the dead, that's what happened. Heaven came to earth. Yeah. So that that's not yeah. like something out there in the, you know, oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> Jesus' prayer. That's yeah. a 2,000 plus year old prayer. It got yeah. answered. Heaven is on earth. So the spiritual realm is, I mean, alive yeah. and vibrant. And this is the this is the thing that I just love to think about. Uh-huh. It's not like the Matrix. Yes. It's like opposite it's day of the Matrix. <laughs> and I, I do like we recently rewatched them again. Yeah, oh, I, the whole, I know. I remember when they came out and everybody was like, "Oh, this is just the truth." And I watched them. I thought, "Yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. everybody's dirty and this yeah. is terrifying." Yeah. It's opposite day. Yeah. You know, heaven is on earth. The spiritual realm is on earth, and it's vibrant and wonderful. God is a spirit. Yeah. God's here with us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So an open vision just basically is you see with your heart. It's it's what faith is. You just believe. I believe there's something else happening here. (laughs) And Mm. it gets discounted. Josh was talking about this earlier as imagination. Right. right. But imagination is beautiful. That's supernatural. We've been given our imaginations to see things that haven't happened yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, to see... Nothing is here in the natural that did not happen in the imagination first. Yeah. So totally. it's beautiful to say, I saw that in my imagination. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that doesn't mean it's fake. That right. means that hasn't, it hasn't manifested in the natural yet, but I, I can yeah. see it. Yeah. Someone saw a car before we were driving cars. Right. Yeah. They did. You know, somebody so imagined microphones really and this, mm-hmm. this cell phone, I'm holding a cell phone in my hand. This happened in the imagination of a man. Yeah. Wow. Of people, what? 20 years, 50 years. I don't know how the history of it, but it happened. Yeah. yeah. Lots of right. years before I'm holding it in my hand. It was real before yeah. I was holding it. Yeah. Totally. You know? Absolutely. So visions really and things like that really are there. You hear lots of children having visions because yeah. they're so natural. We're so, we're spirit beings. So right. I mean, it's so easy. You just so believe and open up your heart and see. And yeah. So it's one of the things I'd, yeah. I'd like to do tonight. Josh, you had one more story that I just, I, I love all your stories. Yeah. Uh-huh. But one more story. It, with the the heart intent of of letting folks know this is not like special people, super spiritual people. You are a spirit. You just have a body, and to be trapped yeah. with just the body, the physical part of the world is is misery. It's yeah. terrible. It's yeah. you know it, we have five senses, but they're not meant to be prisons. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be exper- They're they're mm-hmm. blessings. Yeah. But you know, there's a sixth sense. I think it's faith. That's good. Yeah. I think oh, it's the spiritual good. realm. 
And so we we have a whole other one that that the Holy Spirit would like to bring to life. I think that's when we get born again, one of the things that happens, he brings to life this whole sixth (laughs) seeing, feeling, except in in the spiritual realm. Yeah. Yeah. So with that in in the intention of inviting people into that and just letting folks know, guys, this is a beautiful, wonderful part of just being a human being that knows Jesus. Would you tell that story about... God romancing you in that restaurant when you realized he's yes. romancing me. You realized later we're on a date. That's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, so, um, so it's hard to figure out where to start. But uh, so you know what, basically, just for what it's worth, yeah, go for it. You're the only person I know that's been on a date with Jesus. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, well, you're like the first person I've heard to tell this story that's been on a date with Jesus. <laughs> you know? Kurt, we all are dating Jesus. Well, I know, but I'm yeah. saying like, but this story, I was like, oh. That's an actual <laughs> date with Jesus. There it is. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I just wanted to put it out there. You know. Yeah, I mean, I needed a new heart. And he had them to give. And uh, yeah. I think that he was... <laughs> He's got them in surprise. And I'm very yeah. thankful he gave him that new heart before he <laughs> met me. <laughs> you could just say amen to that. Amen to that. Mary knows it better than the rest of us. Uh, um, I don't think he's he's okay with us walking around with broken brokenness and those kind of things. I don't think it upsets him or anything. I just think that he really desires to, to heal us whole, uh, yeah. just to make us whole. And so I'd never experienced wholeness or anything like that. But uh, this funny thing happened where uh, the Lord kept uh, just highlighting this book called The Love Dare. And um, I, 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 it was a 40-day devotional for married people. And I wasn't married, so uh, I didn't know why he wanted me to buy it. But um, I bought it, and I'd give it away to all my married friends like you're welcome you know <laughs> and this will help your marriage and so i started reading through this uh, i mean i sorry get ahead of myself i ended up uh finding this book and and just getting over myself like god what do you want me to do with this book and yeah. and uh so i i realized he wanted me to do the 40-day devotional with him kind of standing in as my spouse character in the in the devotional which was mind-blowing it was just like really awesome revelation and so it was it was me and him working on my heart and uh and just me like forgiving the lord which is silly i i get it but uh, and he was so good with it you know because he knew it could help me with like my process it's Mm -hmm. not like he's imperfect it's just that i had seen him and in ways that weren't so anyway whoa um, whoa. i'm sorry we got to stop there so because that's the thing. I mean, people get angry. I'm giving my air quotes, mad at God yeah. and things like that. But, yeah. but that it's our perception that causes us to be angry at Him because He's right. He's completely flawless and wonderful. Right. He's got a truth to show us, you know. So yeah. when He says forgive Him, and He's just so gracious, He's understanding yeah. it was never Him, but yeah. He's understanding that that will let your heart be free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It sounds just like him. It really does. <laughs> That's one of those you want to write down. Just go ahead. <laughs> write that one down. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, 40 days, day 19, you're supposed to take your spouse to, to uh, dinner. And uh, so I was eating dinner and just kind of forgot about it. And I was like, yay, God's here. You know, and went on about the devotional. Every every day I hit every one of them. And on day 40, just like God, I guess he's precise about things. Uh, but it was day 40. It was 11 p.m. And I heard the audible voice of the Lord. It felt like it was going to bust the window. I was just mm-hmm. driving in my uh, car, and, and this this sonic boom kind of went off. And it wasn't anything amazing that he said, but he just said, I want to eat here. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, well, okay. <laughs> and, uh, awesome. <laughs> All the things for God to say to you. I mean, that's not one of the ones you would think. I want to eat here. That's That's when you're like, that's a good idea. Yes, you are. That's so great. So, and he basically, I was at a stoplight and I'm looking at a Yoshinova, which is a a restaurant. It's just a little uh, fast food Asian fusion restaurant um, in San Diego, Southern California. And um, so I, I pulled in there, and as I as I go in, um, the guy says uh, to me before I can get to the counter, "Oh, sorry, sir, we're we're closed." And uh, you know, 
or, or I guess that's it. And, and I, I just kind of closed my eyes and I'm, it must've taken me a little while to walk out because I was completely devastated. I was like, Oh my gosh, I am wildly insane. I am <laughs> hearing voices like literally like tangible that are I, I'm crazy out of, out of my mind. And I'm thinking this and the guy, he had already left the counter, but he came back up. I don't know if it was conviction or something. Something came to him, and it made him feel like he had to, like, accept me in there. And uh, so he explained the whole thing to me. He's like, well, you know, I didn't want to let you. Uh, he's like, sir, stop. You know, you can come and eat. I, I didn't want to let you eat because I just cleaned, like, thoroughly in the dining room. And, you know, it, we're close, so I'm going to make sure the lights are low, if that's okay with you. And um, and you can go ahead and order. And So I was like, wow, okay. And then it dawned on me. I'm about to have a meal with God, like, Mm -hmm. uh, which was shocking to say the least. And I'm I'm like, well, I have to order for God. And (laughs) that that presented a problem, you know. (laughs) I was like, I have to wait and hear what he ordered. How do you do do this, you know? And I was like, well, um, I guess I'll just get the kids meal. I don't know. I don't know what to do. So I have no idea why I chose that, but I was really lost in my mind, I guess. And, um, I think you were thinking how you're going to eat all of it. Yeah. Well, later I ended up eating it. So yeah, maybe that was in there. I don't know, but uh, the Lord was preparing me for that, but it was, you know, I, I went through, I just loved the thought process thinking back, but I, I, you know, I was like, well, I got to get two straws, I guess, because if I get two drinks, he's going to think I'm going to bring in the guy, the cashier guy is going to think I'm going to bring someone in. And I didn't, you know, so the silliness. And so, but I get this, I get this meal and I go and I sit down and I realize I'm in this pristinely clean. I mean, the guy wasn't lying. He, he really went all out. Everything was shiny and stuff like that. He had, uh, it looked like he'd buffered or whatever, uh, everything wow. in there. And um, so it was really clean. The lights are down low, and there's these super cheesy '70s love songs uh, that are declaring like things like "I will love you forever, no matter what," and there's nothing you can do to to uh, you know destroy my love, and uh, you know, and all this kind of wild. I mean, just so over the top. And, <laughs> Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's that's one of the songs. Nailed it, Burns. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it, yeah. If you ever need a song, go to Kevin Coon. I could just feel that one. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, and uh, so I'm sitting there and it dawns on me. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I, I am being romanced by Father God. Like he is like literally he is loving me. And romancing me right now, which was an awkward thought, but I really, but it was so tangible. Everything was, um, and I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought, well, it, uh, you know, is the food going to combust like with fire or yeah. something like explode in front of me, or is you know, is a physical Jesus going to show up and eat this food with me? And then um, I realized, well, uh, you know, I mean, actually, I heard from the Lord again, but it was internally, it wasn't external. And he said, well, remember the priest, which I thought was kind of strange. But then all of a sudden I had a memory. Oh, yeah, well, then they eat like uh, the sacrifices. So we I need to them. eat this. Yeah. Uh, so I, so I, re- I got real religious about that. <laughs> For some yeah. reason, I ate every single piece of rice out there. And, uh, and that was kind of the end of it. But the interesting thing that I really walked away and I want everyone that's listening to walk away with is mm-hmm. like, um, again, because God is not a respecter of persons is there were no if statements. There were no like mm-hmm. questioning. He wasn't wondering when I was going to get my stuff together or, or if I could go do a mission trip for him or oh. something. There was mm-hmm. nothing in there. I was, it was this total acceptance of, of me as a person, as me, uh, of me as his creation, he, he, he so thoroughly, so fully loved me that, I mean, it birthed a brand new heart in my soul. And I mean, wow. and I've been able to have it for since then, yeah. but it was just this, it, he, he just loves us. We don't yeah. have to do things in order to get his love. He's yeah. not looking for us. He created us to be loved. Yeah. And, um, so yeah. So be loved because you're the beloved. You know, Graham Cook says that, but I wholeheartedly agree. It's yeah. it's just so true. Like be loved, be be loved. You deserve it. You know, yeah. because he made you for that, and that's really going to solve all your other problems, dude. Probably. Yeah. Awesome. For sure. 
for positive will solve all the problems. Gosh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Can we just, let's pray for folks just real quick that really, because it, um, it's just, there's everything we could ever think or say boils down to just being loved. And then again, having something to give so we can love each other, but even trying to love each other outside of knowing I'm completely adored and received is terrible. It's so hard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You, do you want to pray, babe? Yeah, sure. Uh, before we do that, you know what? When you were t- earlier, um, mm-hmm. when you were telling the story about being able to see into both realms, I really felt like there were some people that were out there that um, that this has been a, this is actually a thing with them. Wow. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that you actually have been able to toggle back and forth between the two. And wow. it's kind of been a torment, but the Lord really wants to set you free and show wow. you his wow. goodness oh, so and good. show you his pursuit of yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so really good. you know who you are. You're listening. Just open up your hands and receive it. Yeah. So, you guys pray for us. Mary, childlike yeah. faith for okay. sure. Love your Thank story you. about Mary and Jesus and Josh just seeing and then love and pursuit. Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, thank you, Lord God, that you're the giver of every good thing. And yeah, and these are Jesus. really, really good things. So I just, I thank you, Lord God, that if anybody's ever heard like that they're schizophrenic or anything, that that's that's a lie. You can totally redeem that whole, that gift to mm-hmm. show them a, a reality that is very real. It's it, This one's made out of it, like Rachel was uh, talking about earlier. And uh, yeah. I just thank you, Lord God, that uh, you can you can really show and bring peace into these these wild gifts that are just so uh, so strange to the world, but they're so uh, just heavenly and kingdom. Mm-hmm. So, Father, we thank you for your healing in that. Lord, I just pray for everybody to just be yeah, blessed Jesus. as they listen, Lord God, that they would receive right now in Jesus' yes, name. Yes, Father. Yeah, Lord, and I just, um, just want to pray over marriages, God. I just feel like, Lord, you just are so for marriage, mm-hmm. and you're so for um us finding the one God. And I just pray, Lord, that if anyone's um, having any struggles right now in their marriage, Lord, that you can just show them, highlight things, Lord, to them and um, just give them wisdom, Father. And Lord, I just pray for a grace over everyone's marriage, God, that they can have a grace to um, just have this love for each other. They don't even know where it's coming from, that it's nothing of their own, but it's all from you. And we thank you, Father, for easy marriage, for um, for people to have testimonies of, of just, wow, like our marriage is so lovely and so easy and, um, we're just having so much fun. And I just pray Lord that that can be the testimonies coming out of the church of the body of Christ, God, that people can, um, be just, um, yeah, just becoming more and more uh, united and connected, um, as, 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 togetherness as as married couples and um i just thank you father for just your goodness towards us and um how you just love us so well father and that you're always right there lord that whenever um, a lie tries to come in god that you just are right there to to tell us the truth and so father i just ask for ears and eyes to be open and we just thank you father um just how how well you love us and we just want to receive from you god Oh my goodness, Joshua and Mary Marsengel, thanks so much for joining us on Bethel Atlanta Chats. Before we go, we we can't miss the opportunity to say thanks for joining us. Bethel Atlanta Chats was Josh's idea. (laughs) (laughs) BA Chats is his brainchild. Thanks for Bethel Atlanta Chats, actually, Uh, period. You guys guys are amazing at it, and it's just been so great. It really has, and we're discovering so much, and there's so much richness in our culture, and we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. I'm so, so glad true. we really have people are rich and wonderful. Like mm-hmm. Jesus has invested himself. And when yeah. we stop and just take a good look, we can see him. He's done good things in all of us. Yeah. yeah. He really has. And it, and it's the person that's to your right and to your left when yeah. you're sitting at church or maybe when you're standing yeah. in the grocery line, you know, that there are people that God is just working in and moving in. And, yeah. and, uh, and it's good for us to stop. And pay attention yeah. to that. Definitely. You know, yeah. as a matter of fact, open vision, big word, beautiful thing, totally mm. wonderful. But it's yeah. no, it's no bigger than right. being in a grocery store line and looking behind you and yeah. seeing somebody the way Jesus sees them, which is Come basically on. like, I'm yeah. gonna love this person. Yeah. At that point, you're in totally. the vision realm or whatever. You know, what I mean it's so yes. funny. We we've we've made it a little more difficult than it is. Mm. But I mean, just to love somebody 
you see them differently. You start seeing things that you yeah. would not have seen if you hadn't taken a second to just open up and go, no, I, I love you. You're just a person. Yeah. So I loved you. And so how, yeah. mu- how much more in our relationships, huh? Yeah. To intentionally love each other and see each other the way that Jesus sees us. Guys, thanks. We just appreciate you. And we got to tell you, we've got some Bethel Atlanta chat guests coming up that are just really exciting. So you guys keep yep. listening. Stay yep. tuned. We're having such a good time. Hope you are too. I yep. think you are. I think you are. We are. <laughs> You're having are. a great time. I promise it's going to be face off. Yes. <laughs> promise. Bless you guys. Love you. Love you. Thanks again for tuning into Bethel Atlanta chats. <laughs>